Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. We've been treating the message, Don't Quit. We saw four attitudes of the quitter. We are going to be treating four attributes of the steadfast. The steadfast means one who is firm, who does not quit. Let me first look at a parable Jesus told in Matthew chapter 20 in summary, which is about a landowner who went out to hire laborers from the labor market. He went three hourly from 6 a.m. and hired workers with the agreement of paying each of them one denarius at the end of the day. Then the Bible says at the 11th hour, he went back again and hired more workers with the same agreement. At the end of the working hour, he fulfilled his part of the agreement, but aggrieved those who had been working through the day from 6 a.m. They accuse the landowner of not being fair. Now, I call part of that parable the parable of the die hearts. The parable of the die hearts. We saw certain attitudes of King Jehoash in Second Kings chapter 13, which we said are those of quitters. But in this parable, Matthew chapter 20, specifically the verse 6, the Bible says, At the eleventh hour, the landowner went out and found still others standing around. And he asked them, Why have you been standing here all day long doing nothing? Because no one has hired us, they said. He said to them, You also go and work in my vineyard. This last group of people I call dying hearts because they are not quitters. They are not quitters because although no one hired them from 6 a.m., they kept on at post at the marketplace where they knew that was their only opportunity of getting a job. They did not give up on themselves. Now, we learn something from this last batch of workers the landowner hired. I like to say that the four attributes among many of a steadfast person, number one, is that they must possess ability and recognize that ability. Many of us have abilities we don't know. Now, what is an ability? An ability could be a talent or a skill. When you know what your talent is, you know what your skill is, it means you are prepared. You are prepared for any given opportunity for that talent. So when you have a skill and you are prepared and you have an opportunity, then you can say you have found favor. When you are not prepared, an opportunity comes, you have nothing to offer. 
these people standing at the marketplace, if they had no skill and no talent, and they realized that the landowner came and hired people, they'll begin to doubt themselves. They'll begin to doubt their abilities. They'll begin to say to themselves, maybe we have nothing to offer. And that is why no one is hiring us. When you have something to offer, you are confident in life. Your chest is always out. Nothing happens to make you bow your head and feel like giving up. When things happen, you shake your head off. You lift your chest out and you keep going on. Because you know the next stride will take you to another opportunity. You know the next day will bring you hope. You know the next month will open doors for you. You know the next knock might be somebody looking for you because you know you have something to offer the world. That is why it is important to find out who are you and what are you here to do and what do you have to offer the world. These people in the marketplace had certain ability. So as they looked on and the man kept hiring the people, they stood their ground and they were hoping and they were saying, you don't know what I am made of. You don't know what we are made of. If you were to know what we are made of, you will come back for us. You will need me. You will hire me. Those who are rejecting you is because you are not set to work for them. Those who are rejecting you are helping you, giving you opportunity to rethink your life. There's something you can do for yourself. If you realize your talent, your skill, your abilities in you, you will rise up. And you will not let the world tell you down. And you will not let people push you down. And you will not let Satan work on you. But you will rise up because you have ability. So these 11th hour guys stood their grounds because they have something to sell. And the thing had quality. So they were not going to take it back in. When you have something to sell, you must market the thing. So they stood in the market arena and they kept hoping and they, they know that they will be hired. If not this landowner, somebody will hire them. But they were not going to put their skill, their ability, their talent under their bed and mourn in the house. There is something in you. You must show that you are not a quitter, but one who is steadfast. The second attribute of one who is steadfast and not a quitter is that they have capacity. What does it mean to have capacity? Capacity, in this sense, means to have a mental fortitude, to have an inner strength, to have a spiritual muscle that says it doesn't matter what happens. Because if you are not toughened in your mind first, all the battle is in our minds. And if we are not toughened first in our minds to say that it does not matter what is happening around us, we are going to rise above it. You may have that ability, as I said in point one, but if your mind is not that strong and the storms range against you, you cave in first in your mind. And then your physical body begins to follow after it. My friend, you must have mental fortitude. You must have the belief in your mind first that I can do it. You must think like God thinks of you. Because the Bible says, as a man thinks, so he is. There are thoughts which will come from outside to derail your mind, your purpose, your direction, your focus. 
But you have to continue to hold firm to what you know in your mind, to who you know you are. So you don't think the way everybody is thinking. You must think against the tide. If you know where you are going and the tide is coming against you, face that tide. Ride the tide. Don't let the tide swallow it. Ride it. It takes people with mental capacity. These people had a certain mindset. I believe as they stood in the marketplace, they had people mocking them. Their legs were giving way. They stood their grounds because their minds did not give up. When your mind gives up, you will begin to wobble. You will begin to shake. You will begin to doubt yourself. But it's all in the mind. Capacity. The third thing that I believe we can learn as an attribute of steadfastness from the 11th hour guys, which King Jehoash did not have, was tenacity. Tenacity is being able to hold firm to a goal, to a plan, or to a purpose. Those guys went to the marketplace, they had a goal. They must be hired. What is your plan? What is your goal in life? What did you set out to do today? You set out with your application to go to a particular company to be hired. They said you will hear from them. They called you and said, sorry, we have hired somebody else. So you've given up. What is your goal in life? Your goal in life, you know it yourself, my friend. I don't know what your goal is. Have a plan. Hold firmly to the plan. Hold firmly. If nothing is working, keep on holding to that plan. Whatever God has said concerning your life, I meet classmates of mine. They look at me and they say, you have always believed that you will travel around the world. You have always believed that God is going to use you to do great things. But you must know where I'm coming from. You are thinking, well, of course you can travel the whole world if you came from a rich home. You can travel the whole world if you have lots of money. You can travel the whole world if there are people in high places. My friend, I came to tell you, having people in high places is not enough. You can have great friends in high places, but you must pave your own path to your own destiny. But I did not come from a background of rich and famous. I did not come from a background of the privileged. I came from nothing. I came from nowhere. But when Christ came into my life, one thing I knew he helped me do was to have tenacity. My goals were set. My purpose was known. I followed it with pain, with tears, with precision, with diligence. I kept following. When sometimes it looked like it was not going to work, I kept on holding on. Because when Christ comes in, he gives us the ability to hold on to the end. What is your plan? Do you change the plan when things are not working? Is it because you don't know the plan? Or is it because you think the plan will not work? My friend, if you know what your purpose is for life, then I want you to understand, God himself will help you to fulfill your assignment. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week.
Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.